0: Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are, I am? An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that.
1: Well, now you do.
0: With your host, Mr. Gray. (laughs) Big meaty man slapping me. (laughs) And Billy V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> my
1: music!
0: So there I was, in the Wombat Den, for another episode of the B-Side Boys Podcast. Philly V, how you doing? Oh, I'm feeling a little rough, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of crazy because, you know, we were planning on, on having a show last week. Life happens, Um, I had a sick kid, you had a crazy week at work, and it's kind of funny too because we've been talking about how it's like, one minute it feels like in the summer rugby is very, very dry, nothing's happening, and then this weekend, like everything happened all at once. ton of stuff. We have a huge episode right now. Yeah, there's a lot to cover. (laughs) Did you bring a pillow and a blanket? Because you're probably going to spend the night. No, I'm not. I'm going home right now. I'm not opening this <laughs> garage door until we're done. Oh. <laughs> As you're chugging water. So it yeah, was no I, beer today. <laughs> and I'm on the flip side. I just got home from being with the in-laws all weekend, who I love. Yeah. But I'm just drinking some beers. Having some great tasting West Philly Miller Lights. But, just in case anyone was wondering, our interviews are still sponsored by... Head brewing company yes yeah. and when we interview ian and vari i will be drinking tight head brewing company oh yeah of course always yeah so let's jump into it because again like i said there there was a million things this weekend and i want to make sure we do them justice if we miss anything just know we are sorry we're trying to cover everything we see we do some things might fall through the cracks, but yeah. this was also funny too, because I literally was like, okay, I'm in Dubuque. We're probably not going to record tonight. And I'm like, I texted you. I'm like, Phil, we have to.
2: I know. Cause I, cause yeah, I remember we talked earlier in the week that we probably weren't going to do Sunday and then just do something later in the week. And
0: here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. And also too, there's one guest who's coming up in the future that we've had to cancel on like three or four different times. She'll be on soon. I feel so bad. (laughs) We're going to have her on. I don't want to spoil it. It's going to be a great interview. But Mm. (laughs) it just, like, life is crazy, man. I know. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So, okay. First thing uh, USA Rugby was in Des Moines. I know. The U23 deal. Yeah, that's cool. U23 Women's All Star Tournament happened at the Des Moines Rugby Clubhouse. You had the Pacific Coast Grizzlies. You had the U23 southeast selects you have the rocky mountain peaks the new england independence and then you had also the midwest thunderbirds the pacific south griffins the mid-atlantic 23s and then the central south mustangs so all eight uh, unions were represented the way they do it too they have a tier one and a tier two so on friday everybody played like their first match and basically if you won you went to the championship if you lost Went to the constellation so great rugby was played then on saturday they had a clinic they had multiple people from like you know usa rugby former olympic and professional women's players top level coaches they did a clinic i mean the best women's players under 23 years old were in des moines at the des moines clubhouse this weekend it was awesome. And so on Saturday, they had a clinic. And then on Sunday, they did their second matches. In the Tier 1 Championship, Pacific Coast Grizzlies defeated the U23 Southeast Selects 59-13. In the Tier 1 Consolation match, our girls, the Midwest Thunderbirds, they defeated the Pacific South Griffins 48-28. A lot oh, yeah. of girls from Iowa State, I, Iowa, were represented on that team. Uh, Megan Flanagan, coach of UNI, yep. she was the head coach of the Midwest Thunderbirds. They had a great tournament, great showing. And again, like this is a showcase, you know, to be a US Eagle, pretty yeah. much. I mean, US Eagle coaches were there. Then in the Tier Two Championship, you have the Rocky Mountain Peaks seventy-two, New England Independence ten, and then in the Constellation match for Tier Two, Mid Atlantic seventy-six, Central South Mustangs five so i find this interesting because it feels like every match was a blowout yeah 59 13 72 10 48 28 76 5 i think it'd be interesting if they like seeded them based off these results next year in an 18 bracket
2: mm, yeah
0: and then if you I, I don't know like just have all eight of them play but like you play your first match and that's where the blowout happens if it happens And then, hopefully, we see some closer matches. Yeah, I mean, the closest match was Midwest versus Pacific South, 48-28. That's still a 20-point match. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, it's crazy. It's like, again, the level of play. Like, could that Mid-Atlantic team play Tier 1? Could the Rocky Mountain Peaks team play Tier 1? Mm. I mean, there's women on each one of those U23 teams that's going to play for the USA women's team.
1: Yeah. So,
2: it's so cool that Des Moines got the opportunity to host that, too. It's awesome. I wonder how that bid exactly, you know, came to fruition for them yeah. to host. But
0: I think part of it, when I was reading and like, the rugby breakdown when they previewed this, the Midwest Thunderbirds are one of the only teams that, during COVID, was still operating. Yeah. So, Iowa represented. And then you think of clubhouses and facilities in Iowa. Des Moines has... The top clubhouse and field in Iowa. it's one of the better ones in the Midwest, just in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and location-wise, it is in the center. So, it's Mm -hmm. one of those things like, yeah, sure, everybody had to travel. But everyone had to travel pretty much the same amount of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going west coast, east coast, they meet in the middle. Des Moines is a spot that is really nice for every union.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. It is pretty central mm-hmm.
0: you know for a majority of those places so you yeah, know that would make a lot of sense and you think too like wisconsin has a great facility but if you're coming from the south you know what i mean like, yeah that's even farther yeah so i mean des moines is one of those spots you know 8035 is a great intersection mm. it's one of the most populated places um for travel because of that interchange it's the only intersection that goes from coast to coast and from canada and mexico hmm Do you know that?
1: I did not know that. Think about it. Hmm.
0: One of the only interstate systems that go, which is also a bad thing too, because people will smuggle bad things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) no. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I love that. (laughs) I love that for them. I love that for them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other big thing that was happening, Iowa City. Yeah. Block Party talk about it you were there yeah no we uh we brought up two teams
2: we had the academy team who's we wombats okay so yeah we had our remember
0: not everyone listens every week not everyone like you know yeah Yeah, of course yeah you gotta
2: you you know yeah wombats brought up two teams we had a high school academy team that we brought and our yeah glad that all ended up working out that was Mm -hmm. that was awesome um stressful a little bit stressful yeah i mean but it worked out fine yeah so yeah And then we had our men's side too, and uh, they actually spaced the tournament out well enough for us to kind of like, you know, obviously bounce back and forth where it's like we can coach, Mm -hmm. and then we can play. You know, there was enough time where it wasn't too bad. We like, basically between each match, we had about like 20 minutes to like kind of gather everybody up and like get them warmed up and go.
0: So what's funny is, I was not there, and I was texting you guys, and I did look because I made that little graphic of like when the matches were, and I'm like... Oh man, no one's texting me, and I'm looking. I'm like, literally, they spaced it out perfectly. Yeah. Where you literally was like, high school, men's, break. Mm. High school, break, men's. High school, men's, break. Yeah. Like, you either had back to back games or, like, you never had men's and high school overlap. Yeah, that was nice. And both teams had a break at the same time. Mm. And that was really cool. And that's something, too, like, not to be like on a pedestal or anything or a soapbox, but like, our goal with the wombats when we started was we want to create positive rugby experiences we want to grow the game and we want to like get new people involved and one of the main ways to do that is with the youth Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of high school coaches and i was like you know tyler daly we've had you and me both have had conversations with tyler daly over and over he wants a high school division at block party and i was like you know what 70 kids went to the Iowa Selects tryout, but only 15 get to play. Yeah. That means there's 55 kids that are left with nothing. We've got kids from Valley. We've got kids from all the Des Moines schools. We've got other suburbs of Des Moines. We've got Cedar Rapids. We've got the farm boys up in Wisconsin and mm-hmm. Illinois yeah, the farm and Northeast boys, yeah. Iowa, like Jason Diedrich. Like there's so many kids who want to play rugby. Shout out to Travis Northway and northway lighting company travis we 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 put it out there that hey we want to do this high school team but the number one thing was we know high school kids they struggle to commit yep and it's hard for them to raise money for an entry fee so we're like if we're going to do this we need to find a sponsor who will cover the costs of the high school kid travis northway and northway lighting company they stepped up and were like you know what we want to be the title sponsor our kids didn't have to pay a single dollar Mm. to participate this weekend that was huge and so if you need anything with lights like Christmas lights or lighting outside of your house the exterior lights you need to go up high on your roof anything with lights Northway lighting will take care of it for you they're so professional they get the job done they do a great job go out to them and they're rugby people exactly Travis is a great dude you know, small business owner, it's his name, it's his business, it's Mm. him, you know, so um, support them because they support rugby, but that was huge because high school kids, that's why it was so tough because throughout the week as I was trying to organize people, people text me like, how many guys you got? And I'm like, anywhere between four and 25. (laughs) High school kids are worse at filling out Google Forms Uh, than the men's team. No way, I can't believe it.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, they end up having like, what, like... 21, 22 mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty cool. I mean, like, obviously, like, some of these kids haven't, like, played together before, you know, right. because, you know, the farm boys are obviously, you know, there's no way they're going to be coming <clears throat> down for any practices. Right. And, like, obviously some other groups, like, we had some C.R. Washington guys mm-hmm. who played with us, and, like, obviously they aren't going to make it to Des Moines for any practices. So, I mean, like, it's understandable. But yeah, um, I was, I mean, for essentially what would be considered a ragtag group of kids – they did really like. I thought they played pretty well.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
2: there was even like two guys that have never even played rugby before. Like Ty
0: scored a try. That's like, amazing. Yeah,
2: it was awesome. It was an awesome run.
0: Where's Ty from? Is um, he gonna play for Valley next year?
2: Well, no, he uh, he graduated. Really? He's pl- he's gonna be a running back at Iowa Central.
0: Oh, okay. What high school did he go to?
2: He went to Valley. He was running back.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, wait,
2: or wait, or was it Ankeny? I can't remember if it was Valley or Ankeny. It was one of the two. Okay. But Juju I'm sure it was Valley. Juju, Juju knows back, right? him. Yeah. 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 Which also. Juju did a great job keeping that all organized and, like, getting the lineups ready. And we had some kids to spare in, like, the Freeborn Felons uh, Academy squad. needed Minnesota guys. Yeah, they needed some uh, boys. So, you know, like, we kind of interchanged it a little bit. But, Mm -hmm. like, he did a great job getting them, like, organized and, like, making sure everybody was playing and, like, mixing up the squad. So, you know, everybody gets a little Mm -hmm. bit of experience with everybody. So that
0: was good. Well, and that was the big thing, too, was I wanted us from day one to have a high school team. I've always wanted that mm. for the wombats because if we're not growing at the youth level, we're not meeting our goals. Mm. Like the whole point is like grow the game. Growth happens with high school kids because they have 20, 30 years ahead of them. You know, you yep. and me are, our our windows getting very small. Yeah. I mean, we'll play forever, but maybe we'll see. We'll podcast forever. <laughs> podcast forever. Yeah. I that. Yeah. This recording will last forever on the internet. Um, <laughs> But no, like, if we're not doing this for the high school kids, like, what's what's the point? Mm. And so, like, the fact that, like, I I threw it out there. Like, I want this to happen, but I don't have the time to do this. Mm. I want to see it done. Does anybody believe in this? And Juju was the first person, Julian Hall. He's like, I want to be the guy. And he stepped up and he rose up to it. And, like, it was a lot of work. And he played at the same time. Yeah. But yet, he didn't let his play affect how he was coaching. Like, the kids were number one. Yeah. And, like, if he had to take a step off, like, to help, like, that was number one. And here's the thing, too. Me and Juju were talking. You know, we're like, hey, all we want to do this summer is to try one tournament. See how it goes. And then we'll regroup for next year. And maybe we'll run a camp. Maybe we'll do two tournaments. Mm. Breaking news. Sound the alarm. Okay. <laughs> we're taking a high school team to Irish Fest. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're doing it. Nice. as well. We're we are paying the fee probably tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. We are doing a high school team uh, at Irish Fest under the Wombats Academy. And the thing is, too, like, the farm boys and the Cedar Rapids boys helped us out, of course. Moving forward, we would love to have more practices and to put on those things, Juju was able to put practices on the day of, Mm. and those guys got extra experience. My biggest thing is experience. Yeah, Live reps against other select side teams. Every kid who played, wherever they play next fall or spring, whether they're going to college or they're coming back to high school, they're better for what happened last weekend. They're all better. Yeah, That's what this is all about. Our Wombats team, our Wombats select team, they went one and three. First match ever, they won. They beat the Minnesota team. Huge. Second match, you said they dude, lost. It was a close. One. It was
2: so close, and like that's against like an actual like you know selects like team, and they were like that team was good, but like we were like sticking right with them down like, in St. Louis, right? Yeah. The St. Louis team, yeah. the Jets. Jets, yeah, yeah. dude, that and, was so close. Like, right. I think I thought we should have won that, but I mean, you know,
0: bias. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and that's the thing though, like we we threw this together and i really do think that like based off of i just want to make sure it happened and now we can build off of it mm. we're like now that we know we're going to do this in august we're going to do another one cool now we can organize some practices we can get people together we can start seeing some things mm. the fact that like juju threw practices together the day of and like we're like okay this worked this didn't now we can build on it for the next one i'm excited
2: yeah and also got to say too like Patrick and Lucas and Justin like all like helped out quite mm-hmm. a bit as well so big Quad shout out to the city coaches yeah. Ames coach yeah that was mm-hmm. very helpful so yeah. appreciate those guys oh yeah
0: and when we look at the results of the high school division the Iowa Selects they end up winning the championship and they defeated the Kansas City United 45 to 19 yeah Tell me, talk talk about the Iowa selects. How good are they? (laughs) Casey's doing a great job with those kids. It is just
2: stupid how good those guys are. And, like, just unstoppable, it seems, you know? like Talk about it. Like, what did you see? Well, obviously, just the entire, like, every match they played in, you know, they had no problem swinging the ball out. They come up so hard on defense. They're aggressive. They obviously just run hard. They know what they're doing. Like, the knowledge that these kids have now with sevens rugby is just insane. Like, they are just, like, I don't want to say they're, like, light years ahead of, like, some of the guys that, like, played back, you know, in the uh, 15, 16, 17 era type deal. But, like, these kids keep getting better every year. And I'm really excited to just see how they continue to keep getting better. Like, just insane. Yeah,
0: so they're starting their 15 season. The seven season is done for selects. Uh, 15s is coming up now, so should be also exciting too because we'll get to watch a little bit of that too. We're gonna live stream a match. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. I need to buy an iPad. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Okay. What do no. use, phone? Whatever. Venmo us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants the Venmo us, eight hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> how much an iPad cost now? Well, I want a good one. Okay. Yeah. No. So Iowa Slex, they kill it. I mean, yeah, I, it's. But they they beat a couple of Missouri select side teams. And that's the thing. Like, the Kansas City team is, I think, backed by the Blues. Blues, yeah. The St. Louis team is backed by the Bombers. Like, those are two amazing men's clubs. Mm -hmm. So those are great organizations. And then you have the Minnesota club. Uh, Fantastic. So then in the social division, you know, a lot of awesome teams... So the Eureka Kings won the first pool, and then Intracity Selects got second in that pool. And then in the other pool, the Ducks got first, and the West Westmoine Wombats got second. Uh, yeah, what what happened? The Wombats we came out two and zero. We had some great stuff. I feel like was it the lightning delay? We lost some guys. No, well, or so what? The, talk um, me
2: through it. No, I mean, like... Our we
0: first had a great two, day.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was fun. Um, Our first two matches, like, yeah, they went well. Like, we played decent. Iowa City just outplayed us in both matches, you know, because we lost them in pool play, and then we had to play them in the semi-finals to mm. try to play in the finals, and they beat us both times. So it's like...
0: Holy smokes, I didn't even realize we played them twice.
2: Yeah, yeah, we played them twice.
0: Was the second match closer? I don't... I think it was a pretty... They were both by similar. like one or two
2: tries, right? Yeah. I, mean, they were well, I both think the close. second match actually was, they beat us by a little bit more. Gotcha. So, which, you know, yeah. they just, yeah, just outplayed us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know.
0: we, we did find out like five days before we were actually going. So we threw a hodgepodge roster together. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was, okay. it was fun. It was good. Yeah, it's a social tournament ended up Eureka Kings ended up getting first place what who who are the Eureka Kings did you They're get the story kind of, i saw. It's, d-
2: it's kind of like a, a mixed bag of like St. Louis bomber guys mm. and like like a bunch of dudes wearing like linen shirts and stuff so i'm just like oh you guys are a little too good to be playing a social Social side, but... And oh. Joe Lippert
0: and Eric Frano were playing with him, too, so... I saw that. Yeah, Eric Frana, Shout out to Eric. Yeah. Made his, like, return to rugby after a couple years off after a really bad leg injury. Yeah. He's been getting into coaching. He's going to get married soon. Uh, he's, jumped. In, he's in pretty good shape right now, too. He, he's been working out pretty hard for a long time, so... He's a machine. Machine. Yeah, no, I saw that, too. So, good for them. And then the Ducks got second. Intracity 7s. The Mason City sevens league they had that select side team they end up getting third yep. because They're they good. defeated the wombats in the third place match wombats get fourth yep. out of eight teams um yeah it looked like after the delay we lost a few guys and then just f- we were i was like four guys after the delay
2: which kind of sucked but we i mean were, like i understand people gotta like you know if they have other stuff going on or whatever mm-hmm. if it was going to be going later than they thought i think some people thought too like with the rain delay because like
4: you they see it the storm selling
2: where it's like, oh, it's just going to be done. And it's like, no, 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 it's a delay. Like, mm-hmm. please don't leave. And then people just started leaving. Like, well, but that was like a lot of the teams. Like, it wasn't just people from our teams. So. We're
0: going to talk about that IntraCity7 select side team later. Dude, all those guys are like young, in their prime, college players, a lot of speed. I mean, those kids are fantastic. Yeah. If they didn't have the Eureka Kings, if they were on the other side, they probably would have finished second. Probably. I I could I would say, like, it'd be damn close. They just, I mean, and I'm going to uh, shout out Mark Blong. Did you see their recap of the matches? He wrote a recap of all their matches.
2: I did not. I haven't really been on Facebook today, so. Okay, well, I have. Of course. <laughs>
0: Okay, fuck you. <laughs> you like <Okay>. social media? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm just prepping for the show. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't like it. I do it because I have to. <laughs> no. So he did a recap of all the matches and the third place match. That was the nicest write up about beating a team fifty four to nothing. Remember? Yeah. He's like, our friends from West Des Moines who were like lost a few players and were he said that we were tired in a very friendly way and like and just it, the way he wrote it up like it was the nicest way to say that they blew a team out yeah well thanks for that mark we thanks, appreciate mark.
2: <laughs> i mean he's not wrong we did lose a pretty good amount of guys and like i didn't get to play in that last match i Got a bum knee, so that's nice. And I'm not saying that I would have made that much of a difference, because it's not true at all. it would have been fifty-four to three. I'm gonna kick a penalty kick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, that's not realistic at all.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, but, but yeah, no, they're that's a that's a good squad. That inner city seven mm-hmm. select side. Oh, oh
0: well, yeah. And then they also had the qualifier right Mm. so the qualifier was on the other side of the facility so that was really cool too i know tyler daly has been wanting to get a national qualifier in iowa city for years he's been wanting to get high school teams there for years i feel like this was a huge win for tyler daly and the iowa city ducks he did a great job with everything too the chicago lions got first place st louis bombers got third kansas city blues i messed up Chicago Lions got first, St. Louis Bombers got second, Kansas City Blues got third, Des Moines Rugby got fourth, Metropolis got fifth, and the Chicago Griffins got sixth. And so there was also an Eastern Conference, so in another place, I forget where they were having theirs. um, Detroit got first, Columbus got second, Cincinnati got third, pittsburgh got fourth grand rapids got fifth and so when you look at the standings um des moines right now is tied for fourth but there's one two three four five six teams in front of them so actually they're like in seventh place the way they did that was weird but it's because like there was two tournaments at the same time no crossover Mm. yet so interesting really interesting stuff Cleveland Crusaders are the only team that did not log a point over the past weekend. So, Damn. tough for them. But early in the season, yeah, Des Moines had some really good showings because they beat Chicago, who ended up winning the whole thing. They beat the Griffins. They they beat some top-level teams. They had a double overtime loss to Kansas City Damn. for that third-place match.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. Des Moines looking really good for their seven squad. They got a mm-hmm. bunch of like Iowa. It's like the what was it the squad they had um, the previous week was like almost entirely Iowa State alumni. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah.
0: No. And I mean, honestly, that gives me an idea. We need to talk off the air about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though. Um, did you see Michael Witt though? Yeah. You, did you see that run?
2: dude? That was from last weekend. That wasn't from this weekend. I don't care but he... I was just because I thought it was from this weekend I was like holy yeah. shit well, I but... saw
0: Evan shared it yeah like, literally that was there were some people were like ooh like was that clean or not he lowered his shoulder that's on the tackler to get in the right position yep that dude put his face in his shoulder and knocked himself out yeah that was such a hit that was such a run like dude isn't that kid a sophomore like he'll be a junior next year right uh I'm pretty sure know. he's gonna be a junior he, next year. I thought year. he was like a I thought he graduated. No, he's a child. He's still a child? I'm pretty sure. Cause last year when he came to when Iowa State came mm. to our tournament, he was a freshman. Oh uh, okay. So he'd be a sophomore this year. He'll be a junior in the fall. Yeah, dude, he runs hard
2: and fast.
0: Yeah. Like very impressive. Yeah. No, I think Des Moines gonna have a really successful seventh season. They look really good. They're I mean, they're in every match, they have a lot of speed, a lot of power um if they can just get some you know i i feel like that match i didn't see it against the blues but double overtime honestly i mean as dumb as it might
2: sound but they might just need a little bit of luck you know just the right bounce to get you in the right position or just you know have something like actually like you know their first match pan the, out. Yeah. Their,
0: the first match of the day they beat the lions yeah the lions won the tournament yeah like there's no reason they can't win the tournament. They just need to string together all these pieces. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's
2: no reason they can't qualify for nationals. Oh, for sure. Now, like with this squad, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to. I
0: don't know. So, Iowa City Block Party. How would, in one word, what, what would you say? How would you describe it?
2: Uh, fantastic.
0: And you know, what? I want to follow up on that. I want to hear from somebody who helped organize it, helped run it. Let's hear from Ian Parkin Strudel. <laughs> the Strudel. Okay. The strudel noodle. (laughs) All right. So here we go. Live to Australia.
2: Yeah. I thought he was from Iowa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Iowa City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. Let's talk to Ian. This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They. Distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And, oh yeah, the name Tighthead. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a Tighthead prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. Enjoy Tighthead Brewing Company.
2: All right, now we're to the interview portion of the show. We have a Iowa City Duck legend on today. Ian Parkinson, how you doing?
4: I'm, I'm good. Thanks for the generous title
2: <laughs> well you are a legend around these
4: parts <laughs> uh,
0: uh, and legend. you did you did put a wombat's jersey on this spring and played with us in chicago so i mean uh, we yeah, we appreciate that.
4: that that was going to be a little secret but then there was photographs taken <laughs> yeah. I them, so. well i mean
0: that's the photo we're going to use on the thumbnail too i mean
4: <laughs> oh of course. Is he course
2: did you dude we wow. should have wow. put that on our poster
4: <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's false advertising <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: hey, we have photos of Phil in a Ducks jersey from all Iowa. So, I mean, that's fair, right?
4: That's right. Yeah. on
0: trading <laughs> Oh, yeah. And we wanted to reach out to you because, number one, we haven't had you on the show yet. And you're just a huge part of rugby in Iowa. And we had the Block Party 7s this past weekend, which is, you know, I look at it as when you think of rugby events in Iowa in the summer, Block Party is kind of one of the first ones that comes to mind I wasn't able to go. Phil was there. I was following along all day on Twitter and Instagram. It looked like it was a home run of an event. I mean, not only the matches, but the after party, just everything. So we just wanted to hear from you. Basically, you know, what is the vibe in Iowa City right now? Basically, how are you guys feeling? How was Block Party Sevens? Did it meet your expectations?
4: Yeah, I'd say it did. It's, it's always interesting to try and separate yourself from uh, being involved to like setting it up and running it to then being able to enjoy it. Um, so I guess either way though, it was still enjoyable as um, someone that helped put it on. And I mean, the, the day itself, I mean, as far as the the ducks went, we had some good results, you know, making it to the, um or uh, well, the final, I guess, although we got kind of spanked towards the end of it, it was, still a good run um which is uh, i'd say quite moralizing as mm-hmm. opposed to demoralizing yep uh, <laughs> <for> the boys <laughs> to see that and we had a we had a good chance to get some minutes to some really new guys um some first timers uh special shout out to david who played his first ever rugby and scored five tries through five games Whoa. yeah he was fast <laughs> freakish effort yep he, he's figured it out um but, so, but from that aspect, it seemed to be great. I mean, other than a little bit of a rain delay, which, you know, any good date isn't a good date until it's spoiled by a, a rain delay. Um, but By rain, I mean storm and lightning, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. I know that the sportsmanship was on point. I re- I didn't see or hear of any um, any shenanigans on, on that front. You know, we had the high school teams. I think there was five of them that were just tooth and nail at each other competitively speaking for mm-hmm. the day so that was great to see there was um, some real some real young studs there with some promising attributes as they come through you know into the um, college and then hopefully feeding for the men's club kind of spreading that from a, a ground floor level up super important and then obviously hosting the premier sevens as yeah. well um, th- despite it being separated you know just across the way on a different field being having the chance to do that was really cool. It just you know showed that, um, I guess that we exist here in Eastern Iowa. Uh, we're, we're a great location for rugby. Um, so it's just just a good chance to put on the map and also you know make a few bucks for the club, and and that's all you know during the day. That's the the, the rugby aspect of it itself, um, and you know it's in the name what party sevens uh, Iowa City downtown district runs the block party. If anybody kind of wasn't sure what what that all entails, it's, it's two, pretty much three street blocks, downtown, Iowa City, all barricaded off, um, you know, open vessels in the street, um, not bottomless cups, you still have to pay for your drinks, but there's mm-hmm. activities, uh, the ducks ran, the tug of war, although that got ran on, there's just a lot to do, and a lot of people coming from all over the place really getting to soak up Iowa City. So then, you know, having rugby during that day, um, I think it's a, it's a great draw card and obviously something that was thought about in the early inception stages by Tyler, Tyler Daly back then to think, OK, this is a good day for it. And, um, yeah, I guess I can talk about it all night. But it was, <laughs> overall, I think it worked out really well. I'd, not much I could point out that... Uh, well, hopefully no one can really point out anything. that didn't work, at least on the... Um, Outside.
0: What you mean? Yeah, it definitely feels like it's a win-win-win a all around. I mean, I know Daly's been pushing for the, you know, Premier's side getting a national level qualifier in Iowa City. He's always been pushing to get a high school division up and running. And I always feel like it's been one or two teams short of actually getting it to go. So to see mm-hmm. five teams get four matches in the day was huge social side is always popping guys are always having a good time i feel like you guys had to separate the social side from the premier side cuz you don't want the premier teams to see how much fun the social side is having yeah <laughs> like yeah. you know they got they got to worry about the big the big time or whatever but yeah do you think you guys earned or gained some new fans or Players being downtown and just being in that block party atmosphere. Do people take notice when the rugby players hit the town? I mean, I know Phil is um, still recovering from last night, <laughs> yeah. so I yeah, feel like sure guys enough. had. I feel like guys had fun. Did you gain some new fans?
4: He's a uh, yeah. Phil's a walking uh, into a crawling billboard for rugby downtown. It's <laughs> a great advertisement. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, anytime and block party aside, when we go out in. You know, in groups of rugby guys we we have a a good candor about us um we attract people there's always questions asked every now and then we'll actually land a player that that will stick i mean low percentage in the scheme of things but there's still um a good positive level of of attraction to or at least awareness you know that well we have rugby in Iowa city well, yeah it's actually uh, played statewide oh cool well okay it's just a great talking point, an opportunity to to tell people that a rugby exists. B, it's a lot of fun. C, if you, if you know someone or if you yourself can do it, come on out, check it out, and spread the word. But yeah, the the block party itself. Um, I mean, at any given time last night, there's from three to fifteen guys in the same area that are just you know oversized and over loud um, <laughs> singing praises of the of the good game.
2: Yeah. No. It was, honestly, I always tell everybody that Block Party is probably my favorite sevens tournament, like, every summer. Like, every year just seems to get better. You guys always kind of just keep stepping it up, and, like, obviously this year you guys went even, like, you know, bigger and harder. Um, What are you guys going to do, do you think, next year, though, to kind of top what you guys, you know, accomplished this year? Yeah. you got any other plans? Like, no no, pressure. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah. No, that's not a big question, Um, and, I mean... Anything I say from here on would be pure speculation. Okay, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not gospel. Um,
0: That's how we do this yeah,
4: whole it's, show. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> all speculation. <laughs> um, so, the, I feel like the demand or, or the interest we're getting from teams that are willing to travel further and further mm-hmm. as as a summer as one of the first summer seventh tournaments is increasing, which requires more fields um, and, and a larger effort from volunteers and admin i think we did a better effort of recruiting help just to make things flow better but to support that um we're looking at utilizing more fields um with this new location we had on the north side of the university fields that worked, and there's room for that potentially um i mean i I guess i'm used to back in the days having pool like five to six to seven pools you know playing across Mm -hmm. multiple different fields and you know, in theory, it can make it into a two-day tournament. Not that many guys would want to try and show up on the Sunday necessarily, but um, there's there's a lot of room for growth just on the team aspect. Um, and beyond that, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna redirect to the daily for his dreams <laughs> and visions. That's racing with it. Um, I, I know that having more high school teams is a, is a must. I think having this year having five and having a few catch on next year and growing that is more of a um, a point for the, the game in general because you know you can only do so much from from the top down it mm-hmm. really is ground up and we're seeing a lot of efforts throughout the state with that you know up in mason city and Bremer county um also iowa city as well so that's that's super important um we're going to look to have the women's back next year nice. i would hope slash assume um just uh, i don't know just get every like, everybody that possibly that we can involve and try not to say no to anybody. Um, But also do it in a way that does justice to the tournament and has it run smoothly and has everybody happy about it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because that was something that I know we wanted to be at Block Party as the Wombats, the men's team. You know, we got our high school team in there. And the real reason, like, we got the high school team in there first was when we went to sign up for the men's team, we didn't have our, like, entry fee ready right away. Um, and it was like, oh, you're on the wait list. And it was like, well, we want to go. So we're going to make this high school team work. And so we didn't find out, you know, that we were going to have a men's team until the week of. And there was so many people from other clubs who were like, can we play with you guys? Like, I I feel like there's such a demand and and people want to be there. So that's really cool to hear that you guys are like looking at, like, how do we get more fields? Because we know there's more demand and there's more people want to be there. Was there any feedback you guys got from the premier teams or from Midwest Rugby? Like, did you hear? Like, did they have a positive experience? Are they coming back next year? Or um, any conversation around that? Or is it still too early because, you know, it's Midwest Rugby and they don't act quickly.
4: <laughs> right. Um, so, I I wasn't intimately involved with the, the setup of that, so mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't be speaking to any amount of um, credibility or fact on that um, I would like to think yes I mean they two fields to themselves I know we had all the amenities as best we could um, as you'd expect at kind of most tournaments but um, as far as next year goes yeah I, I mean I, I don't know it'll definitely be a, a balancing act of making sure that if they want to come back and we want them back that we can provide Um again everything like admin facilities etc whilst also growing the other half that we had social high school women's etc mm-hmm. um, if, if we think we can do both we will if not then um you know something's going to give and we're going to give focus to where it's where it's deserved
2: dude and i also like kind of off topic but i just love to see like how many volunteers you guys had out there like you guys had so many people doing like You know just stuff and like helping out and like the amount of like sirs you guys had to just for the social side high school side was really cool to see like a lot of familiar faces that was that was fun like
4: yeah yeah i I can speak to the at least the player aspect um i didn't organize the refs but we as a club this time so what we've had in the past is lots of uh players that have you know been around or know that we exist kind of just show up last minute and uh, as much as we appreciate the fact that they're willing to help and play we had 25-something players last year, and it was just a, a real disservice to the guys that have been training, putting work in, and showing up, right, mm. um, just to, to try and it around time, just because they were there. This year, we made it uh, somewhat stricter. You know, we required people to show up at least twice uh, within the last three weeks of practice. Uh, we required dues, and we required people to help um, mm. set up, pack up as much as possible. And that really... I think that made a big difference for our playing time, keeping it fair for the guys, uh, but also making things flow on the logistics front.
0: Yeah, that really is like that mindset of like, it takes a village to yeah. run something. I mean, I know that normally is to raise a child, but to raise a rugby tournament, it yeah. takes a village, you know. Yeah.
4: Oh, it's a big, big child. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and you know, I like I said, I was, I was in Dubuque with some family and I was following along on Twitter and... You guys really do a fantastic job like promoting it, selling it, hyping it up. And it just, yeah, I need to be there next year because it just... It's it's a fun tournament. Yeah, it just looked like the vibes were super high. People were having fun. I mean, just so many things from premiere to social to high school. You said you're going to bring women's next year. And I feel like women's rugby in Iowa is growing, like oh, yeah. Cedar Rapids, Northeast Iowa, Des Moines, Omaha, yeah. Quad Cities. I mean, you should have five teams right there. Um, yeah. And if they're playing sevens, easily five teams. And then maybe Minnesota, oh, yeah. Wisconsin. I mean, there's no
2: reason. At least women's team was talking about wanting to come yeah. down next
4: year. So,
1: yeah. Anyway. Um, is and there?
4: I, I wish we could have had it this year, too. There was just a, a, a trade-off that had to be called. Yeah, um, it, I, I suppose to make that happen. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. There's there's the, the demand. If we can fulfil it, we want everyone to be a part of it.
0: Is there yeah. any discussion around the fact that Lakefront is the same weekend? Is that something that you guys talk about about uh, moving it, block party, or is that out of your hands? What what's the conversation around that?
4: Uh, you know, I heard from a friend uh, of a friend that it could be a case of uh, competing mm-hmm. slash taking some market share of that. Um, just because we don't really have many other dates because we are hinging it off the block party right. and until the Iowa city changes their weekend um we're kind of doing that you know the lakefront obviously is a quite established sevens mm-hmm. tournament um and if what party lands on the same weekend then so be it you know we can't we can't through the block Party 7s The week before block Party It just doesn't have the same ring to it
0: Right yeah. No, that makes sense So you guys have That makes sense Yeah, you have yeah. no control over that So I was just wondering Because it is like Two very well-established tournaments um, But at the same time Again, you had a full social side A full premier side You had a bustling high school division With multiple select sides And academy teams I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. It was a fantastic tournament um always always a great time Uh, and again as philly v says number one tournament of the summer in iowa
1: (laughs) he tells all of our guys every single time
0: like you have to go and that's what i think that speaks to your tournament too literally we were on the wait list and we didn't know if we were gonna go we find out monday and by saturday we have 15 guys who are like i'm in like it's iowa city i'm in we're going
4: yeah, no, and that's that's awesome to hear, you know. Um, the, the comments you made on the front half of that there, too, is that we're not trying to get this through here on a gimmick, right? It's not just, oh, come and play some, you know, half-assed rugby and then go drink all night and afternoon. No, this is like, come play some good rugby against teams that you don't otherwise always get to play against against. Um, other brackets, you know, some some young bucks and ladies or whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not just the the party; it's it's the, the whole package. Um, oh, yes. And then what Iowa City gives it just to, to bolster it up. So no, it's great to hear you guys have those uh, sentiments about it because we're we're really trying for it.
0: No, it again, it's it's one of our favorites. I mean, even though I heard in your guys' last pool play game you might have cheated, but whatever.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't say shit. <laughs>
0: I'm speculating.
4: Oh, the, the, the Ducks cheated?
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, that's a joke. Because you played oh. the Wombats. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
4: I guess we beat them twice. So hopefully we didn't cheat twice. I don't know. You can tell me, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding.
0: Okay, I'm going to cut this part out. That joke didn't land. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I like Ian, we appreciate everything you do, man. Thank you for coming on. And yeah. um, no, we just, we love what you guys do in Iowa City. It's always a great time going up there, playing you guys. And Um, you know, just being a part of the block party. It's, it's always great. We love what you're doing. So yeah, keep, keep doing it, man.
4: Awesome guys. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Thanks for doing what you do. It's always a pleasure to hear and see from you. So uh, yeah, keep it up. appreciate you. Yeah. We'll see you soon, brother. Yeah, All right. Take it easy.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear. Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help.
0: Yeah, no, he's a great dude. He is. Yeah, no. I know. Absolutely
2: love him. Love listening to him talk. Why? It's the accent, man. It's so cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Yeah, I know. Ian's, yeah. I love what the Ducks are doing with Block Party. I think it's really cool and excited for the next one. Yeah, I need to go to one. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Oh, do you want one? No, I'm good. <laughs> block Party took a lot out of me this time.
0: Yeah, Well, the podcast is going to take something out of me. Mm. So let's see how this goes the rest of the way. <laughs> we might have to flip roles. You want to lead? You want to take the point? Nah, I'll see. How, I like this. I like to see how this pans out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. So speaking of sevens, right? Uh, the 2023 Club Sevens National Championship. The location has been announced, mm. and it actually is in probably the one place in the Midwest that has a nicer clubhouse than Des Moines madison wisconsin yeah yeah so philip Kupens announced on twitter that usa club Sevens championships for 2023 will be held in madison wisconsin on august 12th and 13th we have been trying to finalize a deal in washington dc area and considered several other options that didn't work out the bid at madison is incredibly strong and it allows us to put club resources back into the club community so wisconsin we are extremely excited for this year's event and will make the broadcast available for free to everyone with no firewalls or subscriptions. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So no flow rugby. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. Again, if you want to grow the game, you have to do it for free. Mm-hmm. But if you want to donate to the B side boys, feel free. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but all kidding aside, um, but that's huge. Yeah. Like,
2: that that the location, me... Dude, the location's awesome, too. I mean, if anybody, at least, like, you know,
0: Midwest, obviously. Cool. So, the weekend before is Irish Fest. The weekend after, we don't have anything. Would be cool to go up there. And that's the like thing. Brad Dufek. We had him on the show a few months back. Mm. I love what he is doing, and I love what Wisconsin's doing. The fact that they have a men's club at Madison. Mm. At this facility. They have... Multiple, like a dozen youth clubs that funnel through this. Yeah. They have select sides that funnel through this. Now they have the national tournament that's gonna be here. Money made here will be spread out between all those youth clubs. It's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. What they're doing is awesome. Other people should take notes. Like I, I I love what brad does and i and i want to steal the ideas he has because this is great this is huge (laughs) this is great for them it's it's awesome so uh club sevens nationals madison wisconsin august August 12th 12th and 13th 13th. yep yeah you gonna go i don't know i'm trying to think if i have anything going on that weekend maybe maybe not we'll see well it's uh the week after irish fest and the week before we play dubuque in our home opener Mm. well then I probably don't have anything going on that weekend. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Speaking of sevens, though, I did see the Iowa Selects posted between Bloodfest sevens and the block party. The Iowa Selects, you know, they got second place down in Bloodfest. They got first place in the Iowa block party, Iowa City block party. Connor Carver and Tristan Urban both have nine tries. That's awesome. Tyler Gast has six. Chase Gilbert has five, Ian Murrah five, Simon Ott four, Alejandro Pina three, Caden Simile two, Hudson Vro one, Isaac Frishing one, Gavin Olson one, Orion Larson Trott one, Jesse Egley one. Connor Carver from Fort Dodge, Tristan Irvin from Valley. Connor is actually going to play football in college. And Tristan is going to I Iowa Central yeah. to play rugby. He's good. He's and, really good. Oh, and you saw him play, right? Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome. He's going to go play quarterback up in Minnesota or some, something like that. But at the same time, it's like, hey, do what's best for you. You know, do what you want to do. Do what's best for you. Um, don't want to tell you what to do, but, you know. What's best for you is rugby.
1: No, I'm, <laughs> ah, I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding.
2: Yeah, it's, it's always something to fall back on, though. If uh, yeah, if for some reason football won't end up working out, you know, like that's always like because like some of these kids, whatever, like you know, yeah, do end up going to play college football or something like that. And like that's the thing. It's like if you just if it just doesn't end up working out, it's like obviously we hope it does, but if yeah. it doesn't, you always can fall back on rugby and compete yeah. in there. So,
0: but wouldn't it be cool if rugby wasn't the fallback?
2: I've, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. It'd be cool but, if that was the number one choice, but but yeah. again, everybody's stuff is different. Yeah, so, I do. What's yeah.
0: Like when I was seventeen, eighteen years old, my number one goal was football. Yeah, same. Yeah, but being a five foot eleven and this is gonna blow your mind, a hundred and eighty three pound offensive lineman. Yeah, I used to weigh one eighty three, long time ago. I weighed the same as you did, and I played running back. <laughs> yeah, we ran a zone blocking scheme, and everyone in our offensive line was basically. Our tallest offensive lineman was 6'2", and our heaviest offensive lineman was, like, 215. We basically were sprinting and just getting in the way of people. Hey, I was (laughs) an all-state center. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. I've heard. Let's bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, if you're 5'10", 183, no one's recruiting you for anything. Mm. Simpson College was like, do you want to wrestle and play football for us? I was like, no. Like, and then you go to rugby, and you're like, Whoa. I can do this, you know? And yeah. like, it's one of those things where I get people love football. I love football. But rugby's really cool. It's really fun. And there's money out there and there's mm-hmm. opportunities. So, um, it's really cool to see how well this Iowa selects team is doing. They're just, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. They are. They are amazing. And speaking of that, the Iowa Hawkeyes, they went to Lakefront this yeah. weekend. Yeah, and so did Southeast Polk. So did Southeast boys. Polk. Yeah. Southeast Polk ended up winning, winning the whole thing, yeah. the boys division. Yeah. Hawkeyes ended up getting knocked out of the semifinals. Mm, yeah. So they must not have had a third, fourth place match. So they finished top four. Yeah.
2: I don't understand. It's kind of weird. Usually, if you're going to do like a semis and finals, then you would assume they're going to be a consolation side before you get to play for third, you know? You would think. Yeah, but I mean, I don't yeah. know. We've seen seven tournaments ran so many different ways.
0: Could have been a well, it could have been a thing too. I don't know if weather played a factor or if there's too many teams where they're just like, we're just playing for championships. But Hawkheads have always done really well there. Um, this is one of the very rare times they didn't get first place. The match they lost was very close. Yeah, very close. Jason Denner was keeping us up to date because our girl Sadie Denner, she was playing up there for the Hawkeyes, doing awesome. She's yeah. been coming to Wombats practice, playing with the, the guys. So she was she was prep, she was ready, she was ready to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Jason told us about Southeast Polk. I mean, God, Southeast Polk has some some athletes. Yeah, they do. They have some guys who've been coming to Wombats practice, and like, no doubt in my mind, they would win the, the division up there because yeah, they they put a clinic on our grown men's team. <laughs> yeah, they're. They're pretty uh they're pretty fast and yeah. in shape. So Well it's one of those things too, like they don't stand out until about after twenty minutes.
2: Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like uh
0: <laughs> because everyone loses their cardio and those boys are just like boom, loop, 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 and we're like, Yeah, dude, just take the try. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're so quick. But yeah, congratulations, Southeast Polk getting the championship. Congratulations, Hawkettes. They end up top four. Again who wasn't playing rugby this weekend besides me right thanks for bringing it up
2: i didn't say shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh no a lot of a lot of cool shit um also let's pivot into professional rugby Mm, yeah mlr stuff
2: playoffs right now
0: yeah we haven't we haven't really talked about mlr much i know
2: the last few weeks now well it's playoffs now so it's like yeah and let's be honest too like
0: I was We were making the, the graphic of like, hey, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win. Blah, 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 blah. And that was cool. But at the same time, like, we didn't have much interaction with it. And it was a lot of work for not a big payoff. We were predicting the matches at almost a 70 to 80% correct clip. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was just – it wasn't even that exciting. There was this weird thing about MLR this year where – you knew who the top third was. You knew who the middle third was, and you knew who the bottom third was. Mm-hmm. Granted, I predicted Chicago would I thought win they'd the be championship, better, yeah, but
2: I didn't. Did I ever say they? I thought they would compete. I mean, mm-hmm. like, oh, they—they were starting to kind of get their groove near the end there. But
0: <laughs> it's like we always say after matches, we lose. If we had twenty more minutes, we would have won that game. If the if the season was thirty matches longer, the Hounds would have figured it out because. <laughs> They, yeah. they were in the power rankings on, like, rugby morning. They were dead last. But at the end of the season, there was two teams beneath them. They were third to last, which you might think, oh, that's not great. But they were ahead of the Jackals, and they were ahead of Toronto. Yeah, They had three wins on the season. Again, very far from what I thought they were going to be. But they were figuring it out. Yeah. They had a lot of close matches. They had a lot of grit. They were doing some really cool things. I think Chicago is going to keep getting better. We know there's going to be another expansion team in Miami next year. I think I've heard a rumor there might be another expansion team coming soon as well. Look for Philly. Look for Nashville. Look for another Texas or California team. I'm just ready for Miami Sharks to get in the league. Miami Sharks has a great logo. Dude, I'm I'm getting a shirt. 100%. Oh, 100%. Sorry, hounds. (laughs) I'll get a hound shirt eventually. Well, there's like eight teams with green. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking
2: Atlanta. God.
0: Right? (laughs) No, so here's what's crazy, though. A story came out on June 23rd. John Holy tweeted out an article that Mr. Gilchrist from the, you know, Giltinis and Gilgronies... He asked the former Wallabies player Adam Frayer, the general manager at the Guiltinis at the time, to find buyers for the two clubs late last year. AFR Weekend understands a $2.5 million deal was on the table for the Los Angeles Guiltinis, but it ultimately fell through. Once players were informed the teams couldn't be sold, many began signing deals with other clubs or relocating back to Australia, Australia, New Zealand or the UK. And yeah, it was one of those things where the Gill Teenies had a ton of imported talent. They were breaking some rules. You know Are, are there you, any are there any rules, Shirt brother? <laughs> shirt brother. <laughs> shirt brother. I like this guy. <laughs> I don't think there's any rules. Well, in the MLR there are rules. Oh. And he fudged up. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting.
2: I and we still never got our recipes for a Giltini or a Gilgroni. So
0: we're stuck drinking whatever we make in the Wombat <laughs> den. Right. No, and it, it's a bummer because it's like Giltinis had a sweet logo and they won a championship. Yeah. You have a league that's less than five years old, six years old, and one of your champions is defunct
1: yeah, because already. of
0: like corruption that sucks it does suck. some people were worried it would like corrupt the league and the league would go under because of him i wish someone would have bought it and like cleaned it up but it's hard to use the same logo and and all that and why would you want
2: to use gilcrest like his know, name, name yeah, 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 yeah for your team that you yeah. spent
0: two and a half million dollars on like mm-hmm. no no and, way and there's an already an la team that had the same exact logo and colors and all that do you know that? And they, like, stole it from them? No, I did not know that. I forget the name of them. I'll have to look it up. But uh, they basically stole an identity of a team. Um, That's wild. Uh, I'm going to look it up.
2: Yeah, got to know. I just, man, it would be cool though to get another L.A. team back or, like, it would be cool to have. I don't know about, because, like, like you said, logo is really cool and stuff. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be called the Guiltinis. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba... Bu- 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 oh, shoot. Let me find it later. I can't... I'm not going to be fi- able to find it right now, but there is an L.A. team. They basically stole their entire identity, and it was kind of bullshit.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. But you know what I'm not mad about? Playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. So... The playoffs for MLR started, and in the Eastern Conference, so we have New England got the one seed, so they have a bye. Bye, Yep. San Diego? Yep. And Old Glory played New York. Now, New York was the favorite. Old Glory won 37-26. Crazy. New York was in the championship last year. They failed to make the championship. Old Glory, what a resurgence this year. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I'll be honest, and I don't want to sound like a dick, I think it means nothing.
2: Yeah, I just don't see them getting past the Free Jacks. I think the Free Jacks are going to... Their last match, though, was pretty close, though. Free Jacks and Old Glory. Was was it in the last
0: week of the season?
2: Yeah, it was like one of the last weeks of the season. I don't think the
0: Free Jacks were playing their whole squad. They might not have been, Because the last week of the season... All the playoff matchups were already determined. Yeah, that's true. So nothing mattered. Mm. So most lineups, if you looked, they had a record number of debuts. Yeah. Besides week one, because they're like, win or lose, it doesn't matter. We're going to give our guys a rest. So I think that match was close. Yeah. But you're looking at backups. You're looking at reserves. You're looking at guys who have, have never suited up. Yeah. Um i i don't want to be a dick but i just think new england the free jacks are just going to outclass old glory shout out to old glory though for upsetting new york to make it here and again it's rugby those dudes have a lot of pride they're gonna put it all out there Mm. i just don't think they can they can match it
2: i still think free jacks are probably gonna win the whole thing personally
0: so that's where i disagree and i'll get to that because on the other side san diego got the one seed San Diego actually has a record of most consecutive matches won. Mm. And Seattle and Houston faced off. This is the first time Houston's ever made the playoffs. Yeah, We've always had a soft spot for Houston because um, Paul Emmerich was their original Head coach. coach. Yeah. I mean, he's not there anymore, but I still feel like we love what they're doing with their youth programs. Brandon Carnes is over there, too. Mm-hmm. Like He to got drafted him. by them. Brandon Carnes from Iowa State. So we've got love for, for Houston. Well, Seattle, I feel like they are the most successful club so far. They have yeah. the most championships, the most playoff wins. Um, they're just a well put together squad.
1: Yeah.
0: They defeated Houston 37 hmm. 26. Wait a minute. Timeout. Were both matches the same exact score? Whoa. That's weird. Both, I thought I typed that in wrong. Both matches were 37-26. That's weird. That's weird. Of all the score possibilities, I've played in probably 100 matches. I've never had a score 37-26. Wow. That's weird. Those are weird numbers. 37. Is that a prime number? That's a weird number. 37 is an odd number. Yeah. Not just odd. That's a prime number. That's not... I don't like it. I don't like the number 37. Ew. And 26 is 2 times 13, Thirteen's prime. Weird. Those are gross numbers. <laughs> I don't want to do the podcast anymore. This is a gross. I feel weird. <laughs> As a math teacher and a numbers guy, I'm uncomfortable. Something bad's going to happen, Phil. Mm. But what happened bad, though, Houston lost.
2: I know. That sucks. But, you know, making the playoffs is a pretty big deal. First time, it's the first time ever. So.
0: They are one of the original clubs, and they did it. Yeah. So shout out to them. Whatever they're doing, it's working. Um, they just dude, Seattle's a wagon. Oh but yeah. What's crazy is Seattle was great. They dipped, and now they're back. But my favorite to win the whole thing, San Diego, mm. which is understandable. San Diego is good, Third, dude. They people have been saying for weeks. The championship's going to be San Diego versus New England. Mm. Free Jacks against the Legion. And the playoffs are awesome. But it's like a formality that we're just going to get what people expect. Is that good for the Major League Rugby?
2: I don't know, because like, it is nice having like that sense of... Um, Who's going to yeah, win? Like, yeah, like anything can happen type deal. Yeah, Which, I mean, I guess technically it can, but like it does seem almost kind of predictable every year who's going to win the league in a sense. Like near, like once, you know, you get yeah. through the season, like well, you you're get at the through tail like, end of the regular season. You get through season. like
0: six weeks and you're like, well, eh, I kind of know what's going
2: on. Yeah. Well, I mean like last year, like we were like after the first, like six, seven weeks we we're like guilty. He's going to win the whole thing. Cause they were just yeah. smoking everybody. Yeah. yeah, I think they only had
0: like one regular season loss last year. I think they had two because two? San Diego has one loss this year mm-hmm. and that's a record. Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe it was two. Oh, uh, Brian Baldinger from the NFL, yeah, he tweeted about San Diego. Really? The Legion. And he's like, hey, we got a break from football. San Diego Legion. Check it out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. I like that. But here's the thing. New England against Old Glory. San Diego versus Seattle. Don't count Old Glory and Seattle out. They're still going to fight for it. Yeah. They're still going to give everything they got. I just... No matter how much grit and heart they have, I just I don't think they can overcome it. I think we both agree it's going to be New England versus San Diego. I think it's going to be San Diego. You think it's going to be New England. No matter what, it's going to happen in Chicago. It's
2: going to be hard not to cheer on. Yeah, I say yeah, it's going to be Chicago. I see geek, but uh, it's going to be hard not to cheer for Free Jacks, too, just because they're like Prop, who's like their poster child with the mullet and the stash. I. It's so hard not to cheer for them literally just because of him (laughs) he's a beautiful man and they got a good fan base too i think they like set like records like or
0: the legion have a good fan base too that's true yeah because i think a lot of the san diego chargers fans who are like we hate the la chargers Mm. they they took on the san diego legion and they're like this is our team so keep an eye on major league rugby gonna be awesome Speaking of Major League Rugby, oh, do you have one more thing?
2: Well, I was just gonna say, like, cause I'm like, man, I would love to go to Chicago Chicago for the championship, and I keep trying to find tickets, but I just their website is just kind of, like, the website page that they have is kind of goofy to navigate. Like when you go to tickets, it just has tickets for like each team. It doesn't have anything Mm. on there for um, the actual championship match, like. You go to tickets and it's like, oh, tickets for Chicago Hounds, Jackals, Houston SaberCats, you know, and so on. So if we like, go they go have to, them on there for Miami Sharks right now. Look, look, look.
0: Go to schedule, click on schedule, and then you go to July eighth. July eighth is Toys for Tots.
2: Yeah, and that's my nephew's baptism, so I couldn't go even if I wanted to. But
0: so this is all fraud. No, if you want to buy tickets, you go to schedule. Okay, and that's then you click you do. on buy
2: tickets, and then. But it takes you automatically to Chicago Hounds.
0: Yeah. How much are tickets? I know, that's what
2: I kind of wanted to see how much tickets were.
0: So if you want a ticket at the 50 yard line with wheelchair accessibility, seat seven, $120. That's not bad. But if you want to be like back a few rows, still 120 bucks, what's that? So in section 128, it's 120. Okay, section one twenty eight is one twenty. Oh, see these are showing that. Oh, like, this is okay. Never mind.
2: Yeah, it's like one twenty is like the more expensive. Yeah, ones. no, that
0: one twenty is the middle fifty yard line. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets as low as thirty two dollars. Yeah, all yeah. the way up to one twenty. So I mean, that, I mean that's for a Dude, championship and match, and the tickets include um a the, concert the, to Shaq. the town block
2: party events yeah so you get the rugby festival dj diesel which is Shaq, ml
0: championship and then the dropkick murphy's post-game concert Dude. so you get all that just from the one ticket 120 dollars to see Shaq and the dropkick murphy's that's worth it without even the rugby match oh yeah and then the rugby match the tailgating in chicago <mwah> chef's kiss fantastic yeah. and we were cold it's gonna be hot you're gonna have your balls out Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Possibly. I don't know. I won't be there.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I would love to go though. That that would
0: be so much fun. And I'm going to be in Illinois that weekend. So do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome, man. That's holy smokes. That's in like a couple weeks. So like two weeks. (laughs) So for people who can't go, we'll have a watch party at Pally's. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do that. I'm not gonna be able to, but you guys can. Are we friends? I guess. <laughs>
1: so moving on to the, <laughs>
0: moving on to the next part. Uh, speaking of Major League Rugby, there's two more guys from Iowa State that we could see get their names called in the Major League Rugby draft from Iowa State. Yeah. Over the weekend, friends of the program, both of these guys have been on this show. It's like we have an eye for talent, Phil. <laughs> Alex Geisert and Aiden Lewis both were announced. To be a part of the collegiate shield rugby select match basically it's an exhibition match where they invite the top collegiate players that play and practice in front of major league scouts on major league stadiums they 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 basically they they run through it all it's a scouting combine they play a match it's going to be televised and then they get to meet with every single club Um, Their their name gets thrown out there We saw a ton of people last year um, Get the opportunity to do that This is huge And like Aiden, he's a junior Alex, he's a senior Uh, It's a chance for them to play against guys from Lindenwood And Life And BYU and Arkansas State And show like, hey, we might be at Iowa State But I know how to ball I know ball Do you know ball? I know ball They know ball they do. So, congratulations yeah. to those two guys. The Collegiate Rugby Shield provides collegiate players an opportunity to showcase their skills in front of MLR coaches and scouts in preparation for the draft. This year's event will be held on July 13th, 2023 at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, broadcasted on Fox Sports 1. That's cool. July 13th. What do we have that weekend? July 13th weekend? That's the weekend after...
2: Well, I mean, that's that's... Uh, alumni weekend is that weekend is July 15th, right? The so 13th that, is like a Thursday,
1: okay.
0: You yeah. want to watch that together? I would love to. Do you want to come over and what watch time, it? I wonder what, what time did it say it starts at 6 Mountain, so that Six would be ten. 5 Central. Okay, so I'd be off work by then. Do you want to come over to my house? We can watch it with a few cocktails. I'd be all right with that. Four that sounds two. fun, yeah. And then we'll go to alumni weekend that weekend, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Probably nice. taking that Friday off,
0: <laughs> dude,
2: dude. I had to pull summer
0: off, bro. Yeah. Must be nice. I taught summer school last two weeks. I know. Dude, it was awesome. Looked fun. 26 kids for five adults. Whatever. I got paid (laughs) extra for it. It was awesome. Yeah, no. no, Oh, yeah. Alumni weekend coming up. Yeah, so
2: yeah. If you're alumni listening, like, that's coming up in a few weeks, so. an alumni of any university or who? You and I,
0: alumni. Phil. University of Northern Iowa. We are in our like 83rd episode. And I'm trying to teach you. Even though I have I known. feel like most people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm just oh my god. Phil.
2: Oh my god. Not I don't I, care what you think, Ray.
0: I'm never going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but I, like I have zero training in this. But like, you know, just in case anybody's like, "What university is Phil talking about?" I don't You have to assume nobody knows anything. But the people who do listen to this show are very smart, they're intelligent, and they're very good looking. That's the most important part. I looked at the analytics. They might be the best looking. I looked at the analytics, and I looked at the data. We have the best looking audience that I've (laughs) I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Unmatched by any other program out there. Yeah. 92% men. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's actually not a joke. Yeah, I know. Even though we have so many female guests... We can't get the female listeners. I th- I don't think women listen to podcasts as much as men. I don't know. Why do you think that is? Mm.
2: No idea. Yeah, because we're a bunch of
0: goofy goobers. I know, but I we try. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, it's, you're getting weird now. Um, what was I talking about before? Oh, alumni weekend yeah. for the University of Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, sell it, pitch it. You're on the alumni board. Yeah, I mean it's
2: obviously every year is always a blast you know we it's just a bunch of old dudes getting together to hang out with like the current players and you know obviously get to meet the team and hang out you know just enjoy a weekend of just you know debauchery yeah debauchery and like but it's it's family friendly yeah it's family friendly too um and i'm bringing my wife and kids this year yeah and like obviously seeing like old teammates you know too that's obviously you know One of the better parts of the uh, weekend is seeing people you don't get to see on a regular basis anymore. And we try to
0: recruit them to our men's club. Yeah, of course. And we got Tyler Nugent last year. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And Toby. And Toby. (laughs) (laughs) Alumni weekend was great for us. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Get business cards. Uh, Right. And then, uh,
2: yeah, we get to play against the uh, current players, which will be fun. We're going to have a good squad this year for current players.
0: Frick
2: you. Well, I mean, like, for the alumni team against the current players. We're going to have some good alumni for this one. Good. So it's going to be great. And obviously, we're doing Hall of Fame. This is like we've been trying to like get this going for the past few years. Mm-hmm. You know, we're finally gonna be able to like, you know, have people there uh, doing an introdu- or an introductory uh, Hall of Fame class. Yeah, so that's really exciting stuff.
0: This is gonna, you know, it's hopefully gonna be the biggest one we've had. I hope so too. And I mean, that's the thing. Obviously, we lean you and I. We're very biased towards you and I because you and I was really good to us. I hope when we get to that time, I want to have some of those people from the time that um, the people that got nominated and inducted into the Hall of Fame. Let's have them on. Let's interview them. Like, let's get Rick Hall. You know what I mean? Let's get the guys who were there who started the club. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that would be awesome. Definitely I think gonna get be, some of those guys on. That would be really sure. cool. So, um, we still want to get more people on from, you know, the iowa state hall of fame we want to get guys from and girls from the iowa rugby union hall of fame but now university of northern iowa men's hall of fame with its inaugural class it'd be cool to get people on from that too hear their stories so
1: look
0: for that so eventually yeah eventually yeah so yeah but i think we should uh move into some intra city sounds yeah we uh
2: haven't had a recap yet for the previous week so previous two weeks yeah should and we say we're playing a block party so we should probably get a hold of somebody who you know has been
0: doing a bunch of that stuff you showed me a text message is Vary good to go he's good to go all right let's, um, <laughs> so when you showed that to me i couldn't read it and you turned your phone really oh, did quick i and my was bad. like did he say yes or no uh, <sighs> so we're doing this on the fly let's give him a call let's give him a call.
2: And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors convergence acquisitions llc is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096, or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com.
0: All right, and so we are here with a friend of the program, Vari. how are we doing, man? I'm good, how are you guys
2: doing today? I've, I'm feeling a little rough on the blog party, but otherwise I'm good.
0: I feel you there. Hey, you you broke my guy, Phil. Like, you broke his spirit and his body. It wasn't barred. I not
1: think I did anything. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, we're so happy to have you, man. I know I've been trying to get you on to talk about, you know, Intercity 7's last couple of weeks. We want to recap it every week, but life is crazy. You, you know how it goes. But we're glad to have you on tonight. Can you tell us kind of what's been going on lately in Intercity sevens? It sounds like there's a new number one in town.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, The, the Warriors, we kind of, well, not kind of, we did, we beat the Raptors and it was a very close game, very competitive game. But uh, our captain, uh, Tucker Ericsson, he helped us push through through a win. We only had seven guys show up. A lot of the guys couldn't make it. And, uh, If we brought any subs on our other players, we would have to make a forfeit. So uh, he stepped up and was like, yeah, we don't need any subs. So we played with seven guys for 14 minutes and ended up coming out on top uh, 19 to 5. Wow, wow.
2: Nice job on that.
0: Who does does Tucker play for in the fall?
3: Um, Tucker plays for the – I'm pretty sure he plays for River City during the fall. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's a big leader for them. Yeah, and he's a re- he's a really great player. He played at Iowa Central for a few years, and then uh, ended up getting injured mm-hmm. uh, with his neck. So he kind of stepped away from collegiate level rugby. But even if he was still in it, I think he'd be a really great competitor in it, and probably running for a starting spot.
1: Oh, for
0: sure, next
3: year if he was still here at Iowa Central.
0: Well, I want to hear more about your team So you're on the Warriors, you were the first overall pick But like you said, you only had seven guys show up this past week And you were able to take down the other undefeated team Everybody was looking forward to that match Everybody wanted to see what was going to happen And you guys just gritted through, you, you made it happen What what makes your team so special? Like Talk to me about each guy, what's their role, what do they do Why are you guys a favorite to win the whole thing?
3: Um, so our team is—we actually have a lot of guys that went to Iowa Central.
0: <laughs> That's so, it. Um, Done. <laughs> all right. Good answer. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> or not went. They're probably most of us are still going. But um, we'll start off with uh, Dylan Johnson, who's at UNI. He did go to Iowa Central previously.
0: Oh yeah, we know Dylan. Um,
3: like you guys are saying, he's he's a sleeper player. Great, great all around player. He. He's sneaky fast. He knows mm-hmm. how to move around the field. Very good ball carrier. Very good tackler. Um, and then you got our hooker, uh, Matty Ice,
0: who's
1: Ford Dodge who,
3: kid, uh, who played uh, some sevens at Iowa Central as well. Great tackler. Very mobile around the field. And uh, he he knows he's very uh, field aware.
0: He was and, a uh, late addition to your team player. too, right? Huh. He was a late addition to your guys' team. Oh, tech. yeah,
3: he he was a late addition. We uh, didn't have uh, guys show up one week, and um, they ended up throwing him on our team, and we were like, okay, we'll take another Iowa Central guy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: guess.
3: Which <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah. And then um, our other prop is uh, Griffin Studier. Griffin is a stud player. Like he, He's all around. He can play in the back line. He can play in the forwards. Um, actually he had a crazy chip kick over top that he recovered and scored. I'm pretty sure it was in that game. Um, he's he's a great player. And then uh Jacob Hoffman, he actually is another Iowa Central guy who he actually started playing rugby two years ago. Whoa. And if you've ever seen this guy progress, like it's insane how much he learned and picked up from the game of rugby. Like he if you if you see him play, which probably someday you will, you'll be like, that guy did not learn rugby two years ago. <laughs> you think he's been playing for years? Hmm. Um, then we have uh, Rashawn Jennings, who's also another Iowa Central, Iowa Central player. Probably, arguably one of the fastest guys at inner city. Who uh, once he get in the open space, probably cannot be stopped. Um, he was going at it pretty well with Willie until Willie got tired and then, you know, he went out the running races. Um, I think that was our seven, not including me. That's a good seven. <laughs>
0: Talk about yourself. What makes you good?
3: <laughs> uh, I I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know.
0: Um, oh, I, yeah. like, I
2: like the humility and the humbleness. Yeah, we we,
0: we knew that was the answer. We just want to put you on the spot, make you uncomfortable. No, we it, we really you know this. We love what's happening in Intercity Sevens because it's cool to see like you got Iowa Central guys, you got River City guys, you got UNI and I guys, you got Cedar Rapids guys, uh Juju Julian Hall is on your guys' squad. He hasn't been there yet because he's been coaching our academy team. He's gonna be coming up and playing with you guys, which I think is like, that's unfair. He's a starting <laughs> wing for for our club. Like, you guys are gonna get more speed and a great sevens player. Like, it, it's it's so cool to see how many different guys are intermixing for this league, and everybody's getting better. And like, talk about the vibes. Like, how much fun is it? Like, what what's it? What's the atmosphere feel like?
2: It looks like it's fun as hell. It's it's super fun. Like I, like,
3: it's it's so hard to explain because like after each game, like everyone's coming together, laughing. Even if they won or lost, they're laughing about the game. They're having fun with it. It's not overly competitive. I think that Raptors and uh, Warriors game that we had was the most competitive it's been all year.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was like, okay, that actually felt like a real game. But other than that, like it's it's um. It's a lot of team bonding and building. I see, like teams like the Rays, uh, Midwest Most Wanted, they come together after their games, and they talk about what they can do better. And I was talking to one of the guys, Ethan Strong, and I was like, I love how y'all do that. Like I, I love how y'all come together at the end and talk about what y'all can do better and what mistakes y'all made. And he was like, he's like in the first week he was pretty scared about it, but now he's like he doesn't lose sleep over it anymore because each week they're getting better. And each week it uh, makes them happy that they can talk about it. And more teams are starting to build up their chemistry. And then, like, nobody's being overly, like, angry. There are no fights. It's just fun rugby. Well, that's I, think that's,
0: I think that's huge. Like, the fact that you say, like, you know, obviously you want to win matches. But, like, the fact that there's no fisticuffs, no one's throwing punches. People are, like, connecting with new people. And then, like, the fact you have guys playing in Mason City and then – you know, down with the wombats. We have our practice on Wednesdays. You have Iowa Falls; they're doing practice Wednesdays. Cedar Rapids is doing stuff like there is so much rugby happening on Wednesday nights. Des Moines has their own touch league. The Des Moines Rugby Club has a Des Moines like touch league with other people. There's probably over a hundred to two hundred people playing rugby every single Wednesday night in the state of Iowa. That that's insane. It's awesome. Like and you guys are a huge part of that and the vibe that you guys have that people are driving up there to make that happen. You know, what are some goals you have, um, with this league? Like, what do you hope it grows into? Like, do you feel like you're a part of making this bigger and better?
3: Um, like, honestly, I'm hoping this grows into an, an Iowa thing. Like, Maybe, like, if it grows into an Iowa thing, the location may have to change due to, like, you know, some people drive further than others. But um, I hope it grows into all of Iowa, like an inner Iowa thing instead of an inner city. And Mm -hmm. I think uh, Mark hopefully is thinking the same thing because if we can uh, keep getting more, more clubs together to do this or people driving from all over and not just Cedar Rapids, Minnesota, we could have people come from Des Moines, uh fucking
0: Waverland City area, yeah,
3: and uh bring it over. I hope it i uh, I hope it turns into something where it just like it turns into an Iowa thing and then it just um turns into maybe a leak that just randomly happens everywhere. Okay. I think everywhere should have it, not just not just um Mason City or not just Iowa in general, because it brings so many people together. And those people that are new to rugby, because there's probably like three or four guys that just joined last week that's never played and they just hopped on the field and they're having fun with it. and They're not being discouraged for like, oh yeah, you don't know what you're doing. It's like, hey, yeah, you can come play with us. We'll teach you what happens. And then like when they make a mistake, we slow the game down. And then people like Kale, who are refing, he can slow the game down, teach them what's going on. And nobody's getting mad at that because it's just regular fun rugby
0: oh yeah i i do think that one of the things that like we love to talk to you guys about it because like we think that this should be shared like nationally like what you guys are doing and what's happening in mason city like if this league can happen in mason city this can happen anywhere in the united states like and and i do agree like you know we kind of like with the wombats just being open and honest about this like we're kind of bummed that it's on wednesday nights because that's when we do our practices and we've had conversations like do we cancel practice on wednesdays and tell people drive to mason city well that doesn't work for everybody we're trying to grow in our community like that that is a conversation we've had because we love what's happening but it doesn't work for someone who has three kids and, and works two jobs or is in a in a you know college program trying to get a degree after they work you know what i mean like things right. like that um but it is something where it's like yeah. man if you can do this in Mason City you can do this in any city in the United States and i think that like i would love for USA rugby to catch wind of this because what you guys are doing is it's very cool amazing so you should be really proud of it and the fact that like your club is doing pretty good like that's <laughs> That's pretty cool, too. I want to talk now, though. Intercity Sevens has a select side team, which I think this is fantastic. You guys played the league on Wednesdays, but there was a committee that was like, all right, who's our top 15 players? Let's send them to Block Party Sevens. What was that like, like, going to Block Party Sevens? Talk to me about the select side team. Um, what was that like this past Saturday?
3: Okay, so... Uh... I'm gonna go back into how it started I think last year uh like during the end of the year he he selected like an all city seven and then and um and then like in all city seven seconds and then I was like why don't we I was like why why shouldn't we turn this into a a select side team and go play at different tournaments one of these years mm-hmm. and we were we were too late for block party last year and we we were going to do uh, Toys for Tots, but we couldn't get a lot of people in. So, Mark was like, hey, next year, let's bring this up and let's do it. So, uh, uh, our committee is me, Willie, Tucker, and Ron Erickson, which is uh, Tucker Erickson's from Ben. And uh, it was kind of – it was very – it wasn't even kind of – it was very hard to choose 15 mm-hmm. for this weekend's tournament. And I think everyone had a to, like – bringing in guys from different teams and putting them all on one was super fun. Our first game, we kind of didn't have our stuff together, but we still end up uh pulling out a win because we're athletes mostly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our second game was very rough playing against the Eureka Kings. Uh, they're a very good squad, very, they're a bunch of big guys. And, um, uh, so we were, we were uh, after that game, a lot of guys were had their heads down. But, um, like I said, Tucker, who's a really big leader, he brought everybody back up. We came in our third game playing against um, the Kalamazoo team, who I think was University of Illinois and uh, Iowa State guys mixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we played really great against them, Mark. Like, you would think that first game or second game never happened. Uh, we played really good. We played very well together. We ended up winning that game by a pretty big margin. And then um, the we had a, a lightning happened, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, lightning happened. We had like an hour break. A lot of guys got together. We were talking. It was pretty fun. Uh, Tucker ended up getting injured with his foot. And mm. uh, so did TK, who's also a really big player for us and would help out with the select side. And uh we end up losing to the Eureka Kings again. Who was when I say it was still a very good squad. And then uh we ended up playing the Wombats for our last squad, obviously. You know that. And um
0: Yeah, you can leave it at that. We, don't yeah, have to we talk all have done with that. <laughs>
3: it was a very good game.
0: Oh okay, yeah, you don't have to you know, you know, yeah. we can just move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, but like I I, this- I I love, though, that you guys, like, you took this and you're like, you know what? Like, you've got so many great athletes in this league. Why not put them on a platform to play at a very high level and, like, just see how it can compete? And, like, yeah, if you guys were in the other pool, you would have finished second place. You ended up third place just because the Eureka Kings were in your side of the bracket. Just kind of how it played out. And you just, you had so much depth. You have so many... Guys who are in college or just recently out of college. You have so much speed. Like, it, like just so many guys who want to get better at sevens. It, it just, it's so cool to see. And the thing is, like, if this league didn't exist, your guys' home clubs, like Iowa Central, isn't playing in these tournaments. Uh, River City wasn't playing in these tournaments. Like, these guys wouldn't be playing at block party seven. So, like, the fact it's put together is so cool to see. Um, and just to see how you guys play together has been so much fun to watch Mm -hmm. and it's making rugby in our state so much better. It raises the level of play and, and you can tell you guys are having fun.
3: Yeah, we, a lot of the guys are having fun and like, we have so many guys that are new, so many. So it's Mm -hmm. like, and some of them don't even go to colleges. They just like, you know, picking up rugby now or, um, they didn't know, or we have like some South Africans in the league that didn't know rugby was a thing until uh, Mark found them, mm. and they didn't know rugby was a thing in America until Mark found them. I was like, yeah, we have rugby here. You can come play with us. Yeah. It's like to get those guys out and maybe to a college somewhere mm-hmm. or to a D1 men's club. Why not branch out this whole team so people can get looked at or they can just have fun playing rugby? It, yeah. It's like a win-win thing.
1: Oh,
0: for sure, and you know if any of those guys are unattached and they want to play for a D three club, they're always welcome at the West Mine Wombats. Shameless plug. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, but the one thing I did forget to mention that I left out uh, the one thing you guys should go show up to is that will be very very fun and very competitive. Will be when everyone competes for the. Uh, Craig cup that they mm. had last year at the end of the year is july 29th okay and that'll be a a big competition uh thing to win that cup is that gonna be uh, the, Rangers, the Rangers won it last year actually
2: yeah yeah the ragers aren't looking too bad this year too they're like kind of like in a it's like a two-way tie for like second place in the league right now
3: yeah, right? yeah. Uh, that that team is going to be a lot different they just got they got Lippert back, and um, another player named Tyler, who's very flat, very fast, and a very mobile player. So they might be they might be the number two team that we are gonna ha- have a hard time with to beat.
1: Mm.
3: They they were definitely different at the beginning, but uh, they picked up some pretty good guys, especially having Joe Lippert and how knowledgeable he is gonna be is gonna be a scary
1: game playing
0: him next time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait. So you're saying Joe Lippert's knowledgeable. Are you are you saying he's not athletic? <laughs> hot take.
1: Let's I'm get Barry in hot athletic. water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the
0: we hell
3: all know race? Joe Lippert's a great all around
0: player. I <laughs> know no, I love Joe. He's fantastic. I just wanna I just wanna make you sweat Barry I mean, you're the you're the one one pick. We gotta we gotta put the heat on you. <laughs> and again, I'm sorry. The first time when Jake came on, I I said you were gonna do some weird pop kick thing, and like, I, I was only trying to put a chip on your shoulder to motivate you to play better. I I love you. You know that, right?
3: <laughs> yes, to
0: motivate me. <laughs> now,
3: oh, no, I. I was actually thinking about kicking that game. That was the funny part. <laughs> you
0: should have. <laughs> no, and I love, too, how the matches are, like, recorded now and Mark is trying to yeah, figure that out. And so the, putting it on YouTube and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. So we can we can watch it and we can kind of see what's happening. Because, again, it's just – there's so much good rugby happening in Iowa, and that's why Phil and I love doing what we're doing right now is because we want to spotlight it. And, Vari, we love what you're doing, and we just want you to keep it up because – you're you're one of those young guys in the state that is really pushing the pace. So uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man. We we love it.
3: Yes, sir. I'm just trying to do everything I can so rugby in Iowa grows. Because honestly, I think Iowa has some of the best rugby.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I think we have. I think we honestly have the best sevens rugby in Iowa. Fifteens. Mm-hmm. We just started. But give us a few years, I think we'll be unstoppable in
0: the 15s. I'm down with that. As well. No, I I really think we got a lot of passionate people. We got a lot of knowledgeable people. Shout out Joe Lippert. Um, mm-hmm. No, we, we got people who care. We got high school kids coming up the way. We got guys like you. Um, you know, we're trying to spread the word. I think we're all on the same page. And I think as, like, competitions are getting better, we're going to see guys – move up and move on to things like PR sevens and MLR and, and hopefully we have a D one Iowa club someday where guys can go and play at the highest level and uh, you know, keep pushing the pace. So now again, thank you for coming on, man. And yeah, we appreciate and it and updating it. Obviously we're going to talk to you soon. We're going to try to be there July 29th in Mason city to, to check it out. The final, and uh
2: yeah we'll have to get a time and everything
0: and just see if we can make it work so we will we're going to make it work okay perfect yeah so fari thank you man we love you
3: i say i love you guys too thank you for having me
0: on cheers brother cheers This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever
2: you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them.
0: Infinite designs. 100% Hundred percent satisfaction. Rotor epoxy. Find them online now.
2: All right, that was Vari. We uh, really appreciate him coming on and giving us a you know a little bit of a rundown of what's been going on and you know their experience at Block Party. Again, I always love hearing from him. So, yeah, curious to see how the next few weeks roll out for him too for InterCity Sevens.
0: Yeah, we really do. We gotta we gotta get there. Yeah, I really would like to get there and no. watch. We we talk a lot, Phil. I know. Yeah, we I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast. But no, we should get there because it's going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah, for the Craig Cup. They should name their second place trophy after us. <laughs> Shut up. Like the B-side boys second place trophy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wouldn't
0: that be funny? That would actually be kind of funny. We'll talk to Mark. <laughs> we'll, we'll fund the plaque. <laughs> and honestly, it's a bigger honor than first place. <laughs> exactly.
2: So just throw the game, the throw the final. <laughs> we won
0: the B Side Boys Cup. <laughs> no, that's uh, all kidding aside. Like I know we 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 run this into the ground. I feel like, but it, it really is what they're doing is so crazy.
2: Yeah, like very. Cool. It,
0: it's a Division Four club. That literally reach out to their community and local communities. They're like, we're going to do a league on Wednesday nights. It's like a sand volleyball league. They're getting new players. They're getting dudes from South Africa. They're getting dudes from colleges. They're getting dudes from across the state. And people are having fun. It's yeah. awesome. That's it's... the biggest thing that's had. They're having fun. They're having fun. And that's the point of rugby. The, I mean, the only reason why you and me play is because it's fun. We're not going pro.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean... I might. Maybe one day. I'll see if I'm busy. You haven't even hit your peak yet. I know. Anyone need a 34-year-old prop next year? I'm 33. But next year I'll be 34. Like, you need a 34-year-old prop? Uh, Call me. I'm free.
2: I'm
1: available.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, I mean, that's the point. Have fun. Yeah. You know? And they are. And I think the, I mean, obviously, like, I want the Wombats to win our third place match against Intercity 7's select side but like that just shows the level of talent they have hmm. we took a squad our squad they took their select side squad and they they were so deep like I mean that's what it came down to they had numbers they they played the whole day um they had more in the tank and they just fucking put it on us um good for them yep. and the thing is it's like that wouldn't exist. Like like I said with Vari in that interview, if it wasn't for people pushing this forward, their home clubs aren't playing. Mm. They'd be sitting at home if it wasn't for Intercity Sevens. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of sevens, Premier Rugby Sevens has had two events.
1: Mm.
0: Yep. In the first weekend they went to Austin, which this is really cool. Sorry. My Miller lights are causing me to have a little burpage. Hmm. Can you hear it? A little bit. <clears throat> okay, I have a cough. So, you ever listen to Pardon My Take, the Barstool podcast? Yeah. So, in the past two weeks, Premier Rugby Sevens has been a sponsor of Barstool's PMT. That's cool. And they start the show, and like, hey, this episode's brought to you by Premier Rugby Sevens. This weekend, they're in Austin, Texas. Hank, PFT, and uh, Max, one of their like intern people, they all went down there to watch the Sevens Tournament in Austin when Bloodfest was happening. So, yeah. like, Eric Frana, Casey Hansen, Tyler Daly, yeah, they, they were all, all... all there. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. So, the cool thing about PR Sevens is they have matches on FS1, FS2, mm-hmm. YouTube, Tubi. Um They pay the women and the men's players. They all make the same amount of money. That's cool. It is cool. And they play in the same tournament. And also, their teams, it'd be like if the Chicago Bears had a men's team and a women's team. They're both called the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. So, they're keeping track of the points, like men's and women's, and then also combined. But, in Austin, Texas, the headliners defeated the locals 21-12. Headliners, I'm pretty sure, out of Nashville. Okay. And then in the men's, the Texas team team defeated the locals 22-19. So the team is out of Austin. They were the home team, and they won 22-19. And what was cool was PFT, he ran them out of the tunnel. What I think is cool, Barstool Sports is like, so there's... Couple levels here barstool sports. The actual barstool sports is like getting sponsored by PR sevens and PR sevens I think is great to be like hey Who should we advertise to? Barstool fans those are guys in their 20s to 40s 20s to 30s who are sports fans Who love to party? They're the perfect rugby people so good out of them um, yeah that was the first tournament
2: yeah no I, that is really cool though, having like almost like a little bit of a partnership with essentially Barstool yeah it is a
0: good fit so what's weird is the Barstool rugby account is not, not
2: associated yeah
0: not associated with Barstool at all so for the Austin tournament Barstool rugby did not have a correspondent which is hilarious because it's like PFT, Hank, and Max were all there. But they didn't have a correspondent because they're not real. So they didn't really share anything. But this weekend in Minnesota, they did have a correspondent. And he was down on the field. He was doing interviews and stuff. Um, Sean Lindersmith, the guy who used to coach in Minnesota, he stepped down. He's working with Pierre 7s He helped run this past weekend in Minnesota for the men, the local team, the experts out of minnesota or wait no, were the loonies out of minnesota um yeah it's the, the loonies yeah the loonies, loonies looms, were in minnesota yeah. where were the experts out of they're oh. a northern they're a northern team too yeah right? i think so i hold on. can't remember hold on can you look that up real quick yeah jamie look it up give it a goo. so in the men's the experts defeat the Retrievers, the Golden Retrievers, yeah. 22-19. And then the women's, the Loonies, defeat the Retrievers 10-7. to Yeah. I feel like PR7s is cool. They don't have a lot of fans in the stadium yet, but it's like, it's a party atmosphere.
2: It's a experts good... Experts would be out of Colorado. The Rocky Mountain experts. Experts are out of Colorado. Yeah.
0: The reason I got confused was one of the women from the Twin City Amazons plays for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she's
2: awesome. KJ. Yeah, it's pretty wild, like, how they draft players and stuff, and it's just like, you essentially just meet up at that said location, you know, it's like, you could be living in a different state, but yeah. you play for this team, like, you live in Iowa, but you play for a team in California. Hey, this is your team.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, huh. Well, and they don't make money like other sports, it's it's yeah. way different, but I wanted to take off, I hope more people go to it in person, It's mm. it's... It's so much fun to watch because it's sevens. It's boom, boom, boom. It's so fast. But getting people there in person, it's it's tough when it's not like these these logos, these names, these people. Um, you don't you don't recognize them yet. So hopefully, people start recognizing yeah. them soon. Um, also, down in Austin, Tyler Daly ran into PFT.
1: Yeah, I so saw that.
0: <laughs> friend of the program, Tyler Daly met PFT by association pretty much pft was on this podcast we essentially are associated with pardon my take pretty much yeah i mean we sure that's how that works i mean we're pretty much on the same level as those guys yeah, obviously yeah that's pretty cool so, <laughs> like, whatever um let's see here what else did i have i got nothing oh i do have something oh and so that? do you Hmm. B-Side Boys merchandise is coming yeah. soon. We have t-shirts coming soon. So this is, this is, okay. I've had a couple of drinks. Phil is in pain. He's been hung over this whole episode. Yeah. He hates himself. He's wanted to leave this whole time, but I chained him to the table. Pretty much. You're driving crazy. I know, <laughs> but people love it. The people go crazy. But this is like from the bottom of our hearts. If you do enjoy this show and if you do want to support it and you want something out of it, we have a friend. BBP Rugby is going to be the home of the B Side Boys merchandise. Jordan Sanderson, former Ankeny player, current Ankeny coach former Iowa State player, current Des Moines rugby player. He is starting, or he has like his own clothing apparel brand. Support them, follow them on Instagram, follow them on Facebook, follow him all over the place. Coming soon, we are going to have merchandise. And a very, very small percentage of that will come back to the show to help us do cooler stuff. Again, our goal is to get an iPad so we can do stuff we want to do video stuff we want to do fun projects but again we've got full-time jobs we've got families we've got we we want to give you content we want to like promote the game but also at the same time like we're human
2: yeah but
0: but yeah again with
2: the apparel though like really happy that you know jordan's gonna be working with us and like i wore my shirt at block party well both of them actually my uh travis one and uh so Travis, the ones that he gave us yeah. Travis
0: Northway, um, BBP, they did a shirt for Travis um, fighting cancer. Mm. It said the Ruck Cancer, shirt Ruck Cancer, Back, back Travis. Travis yeah. Had a picture of the state of Iowa and a rugby player, and the proceeds went to Travis against his cancer treatment. Mm. And BBP made those shirts, and then we started talking like, "Hey, love what you're doing, love your product. Um, let's all work together." You know rugby people supporting rugby people follow him if you are a high school coach if you're a college coach if you have anything to do with rugby and you need apparel for your club you need new jerseys you need singlets you need anything t-shirts whatever get in contact with bbp rugby jordan sanderson he will hook you up hands down um we're going to talk about him every week because he's the man he's the official merchandise man for the b-side boys yeah i do like the shirts a lot pretty comfy too good yeah no well, that, that's why we went with them yeah because <laughs> like we saw the travis shirts and we're like these are fucking awesome yeah. and i want my logo on these shirts i know can't wait for those so if you like us and you want to support us again you can buy a shirt thanks
1: thanks i feel Better weird <laughs> yeah
0: I feel weird about it but yeah it's okay. Yeah, It's okay. Phil. Like, I'm not ending the show right now, but like, what's happening, man? Like, you doing good? No, I'm not. Oh. At all. <laughs> I hear you just hung over? Yeah,
2: definitely. And I'm a little bummed about my knee, but it's okay. Do you think your knee's like bad, bad? Uh, the mobility's improved since yesterday, so that's a good sign. you going
0: to sit out for a couple weeks from practice? I might still come to practice, though. Oh, come and hang yeah, out, I'm but I'm probably not going to be running. You can stand on the sideline with me. Yeah, I can actually. Actually, because i have been on the sideline though the whole time. You've been playing still. I know, dude. I, my intestines are falling out the front of my body right now. It hurts so bad. I pooped so much blood. Should we cut that part? We should probably cut that part. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's fine. You're not my doctor. Um, what else, man? Nothing. Nothing at all. I'm I'm trying to force you to end the show. How you feeling? Good you, good you, good you, good you, good you, good you
1: fresh Fresh legs, 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 fresh legs, legs. fresh legs. legs.